Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The Chris Voss Show. Hey, we certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to give us a review on the iTunes and other different channels that you subscribe to. Uh, we'd certainly appreciate that because we appreciate you tuning in and sharing the channel and giving us great reviews and all that good stuff. You can see us at iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, Digital Podcast, Player FM, TuneIn, and Luminary Podcasts. You can get the Chris Foss Show and the six other podcasts we have. Chris Foss Podcast on Politics, Startup Unicorn Podcast, Chris Foss Gaming, CryptoLifePodcast.com, uh, let's see, Spatial Computing Podcast, uh, Book Author Podcast, et cetera, et cetera. Pretty cool there, man. So anyway, uh, what we're going to be talking about today is some of the business news, some of the things we're seeing, some of the stories that stick out to the Chris Vosser uh, that I'm going to share with you and some of my point of view on them as well. Watch for some cool guests that we're going to have later on in the week. So let's get uh, that baby going and all that good stuff. So um, there's a clear history privacy tool that was issued by Facebook. It's finally rolling out to Ireland, South Korea, and Spain, which is kind of interesting. Uh, it's supposed to, I guess, uh, I don't know, clear your history privacy tool. Uh, basically, you can see what you're, uh, what you, where you've been, what you've done, I guess, and clear it, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Facebook's uh, new tool uh, lets you see apps and websites that track you. So uh, you've got a uh, tracking technology that you can take and tap into that advertisers have been using to target you with their advertising business. And you can kind of get a good idea as to um, what sort of information Facebook has gathered about you and your browsing habits outside the social media network. And uh, the tool is called Off Facebook Activity. It allows users to view the hundreds of sites and apps that share data and the customer information with Facebook. And you can disconnect the data from their account if you want. So uh, I haven't got a chance to try this out, but basically it gives, it's supposedly supposed to give you more transparency and control on Facebook. Uh, you, most people have on average 80 apps on their phone. Holy crap. And they use maybe half of them every month. I use probably less than that. I don't know. I, I look at all the apps on my phone and go, what? Uh, where do these come from? Who put these on here? Uh, making it difficult to know which ones to collect and personal information, how that data was being used. Um, so uh, evidently with this new app, you can take and do this as part of their settlement with the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, and uh, their $5 billion fine, which probably is a drop in the bucket. I think doesn't 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 he make that an hour or something? I don't know. Not really, but close. You know what I'm saying. So anyway... <clears throat> That's going to be interesting. If you get a chance to try and find the app, I haven't played with it. I'm just reading the news to you. So after this, I'm going to hang it up and go dick around with the app as well. Some other Facebook news is kind of interesting. They are launching a uh, human curate your news stories sort of thing. They are going to take and hire a team of editors, and they're going to work on a news initiative called News Tab which is its latest venture into the world of publishing. So it may be that they uh, will use these junior, junior, journalists. Wow, I can't spell journalist. What am I, president of the United States? Uh, would help curate the news tab. And uh, it's going to be a news section inside of the couple's mobile application that will surface the most recent relevant stories for readers. It says it plans to hire seasoned journalists from various outlets for the roles and will put up job postings on its employment board on 
Tuesday. Uh, you know, given how many times they've tried to have a go at this and how many times they've failed and rejiggered the thing and everything else, um, I'm not sure you want to quit your day job at the Washington Post or the New York Times for this, uh, just in case it doesn't work out. <laughs> I have a weird feeling the Washington Post, New York Times, and and everything are probably going to be around 100 years from now, or at least we hope so. I mean, they've been here for 100 years now, as it is, I think. So anyway, that should be kind of interesting. Um, I guess one of the part of the reasons they're doing is they'll combat uh, like Russian operatives manipulating Facebook, fake news, things of that nature. But, you know, you run into a interesting problem when you're like, well, that's not the fake news. My news is the true news. I mean, I think we have a president who's trying to do that every day where he's like, no, you can't believe anything, but just believe me. In fact, he says it like every other word, believe me, um, which is usually anybody who constantly has to say, believe me, you uh, probably should suspect their motives and what they're doing. You know why? Believe me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway. Uh, always question authority. I mean, you're welcome to question me too if you want. Uh, knock yourself out, whatever. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, seeing you know um, some of the different changes that Facebook is making out in the world. Uh, will they impact us? Will you like them? Will they do good? Who knows? We're gonna find out. Uh, on top of that, Nine to Five Mac is reporting uh, a review they've done of the uh, Apple Arcade, which reportedly cost four ninety nine a month, and uh, some early access to trial games. So they got a chance to play with this baby on Nine to Five Mac. You can go to their website, nine to five mac dot com, and uh, looks like an interesting offer. Wow, there's a whole lot of people that are jumping into the gaming market. You've got Stadia from Google. In fact, I was just looking today about ordering one of their new Stadia things so I can be ready for that. Uh, Destiny 2 just dropped the cross-save uh, setup. Uh, I went in and set up my accounts on uh, PS4 uh, so that I can play on PC. I'm really excited for that cross-save because i got friends on different platforms and, and I've got you know different accounts. So trying to manage multiple accounts and play them all is just insane. Uh, it's hard enough to grind one account on any given game platform, uh, let alone playing two platforms. I've tried it. It's nightmarish. All your favorite guns are on the other account. and uh, But you, you want to play with your friends. And, you know, so it'll be cool to see the uh, cross-save dropping on um, Destiny 2. And evidently Fortnite has it or will have it soon. Um, but I don't care for Fortnite. So there's that. That's my personal thing. What can I say? So it looks like 9 to 5 got a chance to play this. They played like six games. It's got like basically a thing where you pay, I believe, a monthly sort of service to it. Uh, and you work it from the App Store. So you're still using the uh, Apple App Store, which I don't know. What are you going to do for people that are on PC? Is it going to run through shitty iTunes or something? <laughs> I'm so glad they're trashing iTunes and breaking it up. I think it's been a fucking turd for like 25 years. I've hated iTunes. Uh, I think the whole time I've ever known iTunes, I've hated iTunes. Um, so there's that. But uh, evidently, you know, they feel it's a, kind of a worthy effort. Uh, it doesn't look like 9to5 is reporting anything that they hated. Uh, some of the games are pretty light on their... Uh, uh, not only quality, but light on their footprint in how many megabytes, gigabytes, you know, all that sort of good stuff you're dealing with. Uh, the games I'm seeing that they posted that on their review look kind of cheesy graphic-wise. Um, Frogger in Toy Town. Okay. 
you know, and it looks like some of the cheap sort of stuff you'd see on Steam um, for some of the cheaper games and whatever. But, uh, you know, I'm sure they're just, you know, launching the service, developing it, and we'll see where it goes and what becomes of it. So uh, there's that. Kind of interested to see uh, what happens. Um, what happens with uh, is that gonna is that gonna feed over to PC computers or PC P, PC computers just fucking screwed? Getting back to Facebook again, seems like Facebook seems to be dominating the news today. Is uh, they've released the findings of a roughly year long conservative bias audit. Uh, along with changes to advertising policies as a result. So this is kind of interesting. Um, the findings were the uh, people worried about the algorithms uh, began to deprioritize conservative viewpoints. Um, and uh, uh, so they noted that despite the conservative concerns with the Facebook fact-checking process, um, the... Um, uh, Facebook accepted fact checkers affiliated with conservative publishers. So I guess they were okay there. Uh, looks like Facebook is going to update some of their content policies to make it more clear and providing insight into its policy process for conservative people. Uh, content enforcement. Um, they have uh, launched a content appeals process for people to challenge content rulings. I really wish they'd fix that better. Because it's getting really stupid. I mean, they're they're doing some really stupid stuff now. Uh, the other day, I called. Uh, let's see, I was making a comment on my own feed, and I I made the reference white trash Trump voters, and that got fucking flagged and suspended, and they wouldn't. No matter how much I appealed it, uh, I made a joke. I can't remember what the joke was, but it was a joke, and I was replying to a friend of mine who knows I'm joking with him. And I made a joke, uh, and it wasn't racial, or uh, I don't even think it had anything to do with Trump. I think I, it was like stupid Trumper or something like that. I was, you know, joking with him. And I remember thinking, you know, you should probably put an LOL on that. And usually I do. But it also got taken down by Facebook, and no matter what I could do. And, I'm, and the problem is you can't tell them the context of what you wrote. And so they're punishing you for this this little comment they see and they don't know that you're joking around with friends that your friends get the joke and all that uh, all that stuff and if they would let you give an explanation like look i was joking with my friends they get this joke look at the context of the whole thing the problem is is nine times out of ten when you're getting this suspended um on your comment or your post or whatever, it it's not taking the context of the thing. It just takes the wording that you posted. And it's like, hey, man, that's a joke. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, if you're a comedian, you're going to be posting jokes on Facebook. They're all going to get fucking suspended now. And I don't know, when did white trash and Trump become like some sort of evil thing? I mean, if if you if you go into the and and Facebook has said they are going to fix the groups because the groups are toxic. If you go into the deplorables groups, uh, the stuff that they write about um, the Obamas, uh, Michelle Obama, um, I mean they write they write some pretty heinous 
stuff that's that's very deplorable let's put it that way but it's stuff that should not be on that platform and if anything it does encourage white nationalism i mean i've seen references on there where they compared her of course to that racial trope to being a monkey they've said michelle obama was a transsexual and they've tried to you know they've done photo editing to the photo to try and and make that argument which is just disgusting you know i mean if look if you have problems with uh presidents great call them out but you know don't attack your family i've tried to you know uh over the years people brought up Barron, and uh, i remember going through clinton age where the clintons had to say hey look you need to back off chelsea she's just a little kid trying to you know swim in uh, this crazy pool we put her in with us um, and, uh, the press had to back off her then. I, I think the Carter's, I think, I think with the Carter children, they had to do the same thing. Uh, Baron certainly got enough of his shots at him and they had to say, Hey man, back off Baron. And, and you really should, man. I mean, these, these kids, you can't pick your parents. You can't pick your family. And until these kids grow up to be the toxic pieces of shit, like that are Donald Trump Jr. And Eric, you know, you kind of, you kind of let kind of back off them and let them, you develop their wings and hopefully they don't turn into the toxic brew of whatever. Um, what's interesting is that, uh, um, they're, they're, so they're taking in, um, uh, so they're taking, doing some adjustments to make this conservative thing more happy. So hopefully that helps them. It doesn't look like they found any huge examples of bias that they were being accused of, but I'm sure that's not going to get the conservative right wing to shut up because the right wing still wants to, you know, say that Facebook's and algorithms are evil and it's fake news. And of course they want to discourage their people from listening to it. So there you go, man. Um, uh, let's see what else is up on the news. Nine to five Mac announcing Apple has, uh, said they, Apple Card is now available to iPhone users in the United States. It's got a 3% cash back offer for Uber and Uber Eats. That's probably good because a lot of those people, I think, that use iPhones like Uber and like that. There are those millennials that like all that stuff. So that's probably a smart idea. And you can get cash back on your Uber purchases to buy more Uber. So there you go. Who needs a car, right? I am actually really excited for the day when... When we don't have to have cars. I was hoping it would be here by now. Where is that? Anyway, can someone check on that for me? I really would like to not have to own a car anymore. And then, uh, yeah, just pay for a service. The only fear I have about the whole thing <clears throat> is we all get rid of our cars. And then they end up charging us uh, basically the equivalent of owning a new car. Uh, and you're just like, wait, I thought this is supposed to save us some money. And a lot of times when these new inventions come into place, they don't end up saving us money because some guy goes, well, you were paying that before, so you'll gladly pay that now. So screw you. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound fun at all. Google Go has announced a um, Google has announced Google Go, according to TechCrunch, the lightweight search app that takes only seven megabytes of phone storage and launches it to Android users worldwide. It's optimized to save about 40% on data. So I guess if that's the one you want to use, meanwhile, the other ones are sucking data in the background while they're monitoring you. I don't know why that's a thing. Maybe it's big in third world countries if you have older phones and you know you don't have the fastest data speeds and all that kind of crap or something maybe that's good for that you're in china you know where things move so goddamn slow through their 
through their system, you uh, got to deal with it that way. I don't know, man. I don't know. So uh, let's see what else. Uh, there's a group of many, as many as 20 states that are going to launch a joint antitrust investigation of big tech companies. This is going to be pretty interesting. There's going to be a giant war on tech companies and largely to, um, you know, a lot of these people are folks that are um, Republicans and they're trying to uh, go against them because no longer the tech companies are working for them. So they're trying to bully him into, uh, they're trying to bully him into, um, uh, submission because they can't cheat with the Russians anymore. So they don't like that. So there's that. So anyway, um, uh, you can check that out, see what you think. Um, and you can go to the website for that. This in the wall street journal, uh, they've got the article there. Apple Music is launching a new chart called the Shazam Discovery Top 50. Uh, this is, uh, you can file in things you didn't ever fucking need. <laughs> Features the top songs trending in the U.S. and 10 plus other countries according to Shazam data. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> wow, man. So, uh... I don't know, man. Did you really need that? Were you just sitting around going, my life is not self-actualized. I'm not complete until I get the Shazam Discovery app. Really? Okay. All right, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, basically Shazam pulls, what, data from Muzaks around the world that you're listening to, and you're like, hey, man, what's that music? I mean, I have used Shazam to discover some great music back in the day. Uh... Uh, but I mean, it, I don't use it often. It's not really like a thing. I'm not spending a lot of time with Shazam. Um, I'm not, I, you know, most, most of the time when I'm in a public place, the music's shit. So I don't really want to identify. It's really rare. I'm in a public place. And I'm like, what is that? That's really cool. So anyway, uh, you know, whatever, check it out. You can download it cause you got nothing better to do. Cause you're waiting for your Uber and your Uber eats to deliver your food with you. Can you deliver? Can you order Uber Eats and Uber at the same time, so that when they come to you and you're driving to work or coming home from work or going to whatever event you're going, they also have your food in the fucking car, so you can eat it while you're using your Uber? And does that cost more, or is that all inclusive in the cost? These are the shit things that I want to know. Uh, <laughs> uh, sources. Uh, according to Bloomberg, uh, YouTube officials are finalizing plans under pressure from regulators to end targeted advertisements on videos kids are likely to watch. Uh, this is a real big issue they have with YouTube and kids because kids are YouTube, really. I mean, it's a, it's a 10 to 15-year-old market, if not younger than that. Um, it's really a thing made for kids. I mean, even now, YouTube's more gotten more exclusive where if you're over the age of 25, Good luck making any traction on there. I swear to God, they just go, oh, you're over 40? Yeah, we're going to bury your account in our algorithm because mine's buried. It's been buried for quite some time. So uh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, the New York Times got an interesting article. This is cool. Uh, companies like McDonald's and Facebook are using podcasts such as Gizmodo produced The Sauce as subtle branding efforts meant to entertain and persuade. So great. Now my Big Mac has got a fucking podcast. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> uh, 
Hey, welcome to the uh, Big Mac podcast. And I'm, I probably do this in the voice of Ronald McDonald, but I'm not sure he has an actual like voice voice that you can copy. Maybe I should do the Hamburglar. Although I don't remember if the Hamburglar has a voice. I don't think he just goes Hamburger or something. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen those commercials, but I remember when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, does does my Big Mac really need a fucking podcast? Does those fries really need a podcast? Like, hey man, today we're inside you and we're hardening your arteries. <laughs> Why don't you come in and get some more fries and we can finish off <laughs> we can finish off that future heart attack you have coming with our grease that we have in our thing. Um, here's a podcast I love from McDonald's. What's in that stuff you call quote unquote meat? <laughs> I like a podcast for that. Not that I'd listen cause I probably just get hungry for a Big Mac and then go order one, which is really bad. Um, yeah, don't eat there, man. Seriously. Don't just don't do it. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Twitter says it proactively suspended 200,000 spammy accounts, uh, before they became substantially active. So I guess uh, somebody loaded them all up. Alongside its initial ban of 936 China-linked accounts. So China's had a bunch of accounts that they've been using for the um, for the, uh, for the uh, attack on the Hong Kong, people that are rebelling there in Hong Kong. And so uh, they've got all these accounts they're using. This is probably good. Because these accounts can be used for other sort of dissemination. I hope they've done the same with Russia and and all the other places. What will be interesting is uh, it just occurred to me there will be no Wikilinks or there shouldn't be much Wikilinks because they're kind of on the ropes right now. In fact, I haven't heard much from, from them since their leader got arrested. But we probably won't be hearing them affecting the 2020 election. So whoever won in 2016 is probably going to have a hard time dealing with that. But uh, I am happy to see Twitter going after all these different uh, spammy accounts. Um, maybe we need to cut all that out, the spammy cuts that are out in the world, and take and ban them and uh, make them so that people can't, you know, make a bunch of fake news. Uh, of course, there are accounts that are um, kind of legitimate, but also spreading their own BS. If you heard recently on the podcast, there was the Amazon FC facility uh, control people that are taking and uh, uh, utilizing uh, different accounts to spread information about how glorious it is to work for Amazon and to combat, you know, people that are complaining about, you know, sleeping and horrible conditions inside their facilities. So kind of an interesting thing that's going on. Uh, according to Facebook, after a tip from Twitter, Facebook uh, also worked with them. This is kind of good too. I think it's good for uh, consumers. They removed seven pages, three groups, five accounts originating from China that are involved in coordinated inauthentic behavior regarding Hong Kong. So uh, hopefully this is going to help protect our 2020 election. It's kind of sad we have to expect Twitter and Facebook to do this. We can't get legislation passed because of McConnell um, to protect our elections. So I guess we have to hope our consumer side uh, survives and, and makes it work. Uh, that should be pretty interesting. So that's the rundown of different news that stuck out to me today, different stories, things of that nature. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you really want to get into the Google go stuff or if that really twists your nipples or whatever. I mean, I don't really care in America, but I suppose there might be some places like, I don't know what Nigeria or something. They still have those shitty flip phones. Maybe they would really like to have 
maybe they would really like to have, uh, I don't know, a lighter footprint of stuff. Things on Pod Hunt, a product hunt today that I took a look at. Uh, there is something kind of interesting called Pod Hunt. Uh, they have the best new podcast daily. The best new, like, Here's the problem I have with most podcasts, because I get people all the time, hey, man, listen to my podcast. How many episodes do you have? Four. Okay, man, why don't you get back to me when you stick with that thing for a while? The one thing I learned with podcasting is you really got to stick with it. I've looked at so many podcasts uh, over the years, and they tend to die after like seven episodes. Like I've had people write me or tell me that, hey, I have a great podcast, and I'll go, I'll go to their iTunes, and I'm like, you only have seven episodes up, and that was like six months ago. Like that's all you can do. So this is kind of interesting. Pod Hunt, the best new podcast daily at PodHunt.app, not a dot com. PodHunt.app. Uh, you can check it out. I don't know. It says it's daily correct creation of the best new podcast. I wonder how they're getting that stuff. That's kind of interesting. I don't know of any API that scrapes that, but whatever. Um, so, um, yeah, man, you can check that out as an app. That kind of sticks out for something to me. Anything else on uh, Product Hunt that I really, um, I don't know. There's Node, which is sustained flat-packed homes. That's kind of interesting. I'm seeing more and more of these smaller homes and everything else. I'd love to have one because I just I'm just me. I'm just Chris and two dogs, and I don't need all this stuff uh, and everything else. So anyway, top of the list is Pod Hunt. You can check that out. It's got 393 upvotes as of yet, with uh, 54 comments. Seems to be something that people are excited about. So you can check that out and see what you think. Uh, anyway. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you guys. Be sure to watch for future guests that we have on the Chris Voss Show. Give us a like. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit that YouTube.com forward slash Chris Voss. Bell notification button. Subscribe. And you can see all the cool reviews we have going there. Got several events coming up. We've got Cedia 2019. We're excited to. We're going to be interviewing a ton of people at Cedia. Uh, watch for that. The Cedia show in Denver, Colorado. Uh, PAX West. I believe we're going to be at PAX West. We're scheduled to go there and press it, but uh, we'll see what's going on and if we get on the ground up there. Uh, check that out as well. Anyway, give us a review. Uh, subscribe to us on all the shows. Uh, refer them to your friends. We certainly appreciate you. We love you, and we'll see you next time.